The following is a CJBT Productions podcast. This is the free version of the Music History Today Weekly Edition podcast number 201. This week, we go over the news and charts, and we make the case for putting Shaka Khan and Mary J. Blige into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Let's get some podcast business out of the way before we begin. As of now, I am doing both free and paid podcasts. As for the free podcast that you will still find on whatever podcast platform that you're listening to me on, I will still be doing the daily Music History Today for whatever date podcast. I will also be doing a free version of the weekly edition and the EDM podcast. Now for the paid part. I've started a Patreon page where I have a couple of tiers at the moment. Tier 1 gives you the Music History Today daily podcast, the full version of the weekly edition podcast, and the full version of the EDM podcast, along with a minimum of four extra podcasts per month. Those podcasts, on that tier at least, will be the top albums podcast, the top singles podcast, and the top dance songs podcast with the Music Halls of Fame podcast moving into this tier and will actually now only be a monthly podcast. That tier will cost you $5 per month. There may also be another special podcast added on that tier. It all depends on the month, but those four podcasts are guaranteed each month. That's a minimum of 10 podcasts a week, plus two podcasts dropping every Monday through Wednesday. For Tier 2, you will get the Music History Today daily podcast, the full versions of the Weekly Edition podcast, and the full versions of the EDM podcast, along with all of the paid podcasts on Tier 1, along with a minimum of at least four additional podcasts per month. That tier is $10 per month. The additional podcasts on that tier are the Top Dance Songs by Decade podcast, the Award Show History podcast, and the Music and Concert Venues podcast. I'm also adding another monthly podcast to that tier called Music's WTF Moments podcast, where I look at some of the most controversial, sad, or strange moments in music history. The Music History Today In-Depth podcast will be added for this tier as well and will still be a weekly podcast. And much like Tier 1, it all depends on the month, but those four podcasts are guaranteed each month for Tier 2 only. And I will probably add another podcast or two to that tier as well. So for that tier, there is a minimum of 12 podcasts a week with two podcasts dropping every Monday through Friday for most weeks. And if you like the history of music and want to support my love of bringing it to you, then please, please join my Patreon page. The link is in the show notes. 
the free podcasts are also on my YouTube page now. Just search Music History Today on YouTube or go to the link in the show notes below. Like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you'll always know when the new videos come out. I also put extra podcast videos on there. Not the full paid podcast, but small segments and topics. So check out the YouTube page for some extra goodies. On to the news. While I try to figure out why people care about Dr. Seuss and Pepe Le Pew not being available anymore. (sighs) Dear Lord, the things that we worry about. Anyway... By the time you hear this, the Grammy Awards will have been handed out. As of the recording of this podcast, though, it is the morning of the ceremony, so they haven't been handed out as of yet. We will go over music's self-proclaimed biggest night next week. Although, not to pontificate for a split second and get on a soapbox, but really because because of the fact that it usually tends to trend towards adult contemporary and not necessarily the best music for that entire year, I'm not sure if the Grammys mean much anymore. They used to, but maybe it's just the cynical part of me saying that, you know what, it's really just a popularity game and that's about it. Still be nice to have one. But anyway... Speaking of, because his music was snubbed this year, inexplicably I might add, The weekend announced that he will boycott the Grammys from here on, although I'm pretty sure he'll keep going to the after parties because, you know, <laughs> they do some damn good after parties. Let's move on to other award shows. The Academy of Country Music announced that Keith Urban and Mickey Guyton will host their April 18th ceremony. Across the border from America, in good old Canada, a great and beautiful country that it is, the Juno Award nominations were announced for their May 16th ceremony. The awards are Canada's versions of the Grammys. Four, the Fan Choice Awards. Yes, they actually have one, which is kind of cool. The nominees are Ali Gatti, or Gatti, I should say, Curtis Waters, J.P. Sachs, Justin Bieber, Lennon Stella, Le Cowboys, Frigantes, N.A.V., Sean Mendez, Tate McRae, The Weeknd, Single of the Year, Drink About Me from Brett Kissel, If the World Was Ending by J.P. Sachs and Julia Michaels, Intentions from Justin Bieber and Quavo. Kissing Other People from Lennon Stella and The Weeknd's Blinding Lights. Album of the Year is Ali Gatey's You, Celine Dion's Courage, Justin Bieber's Changes, Leonard Cohen's Thanks for the Dance, and The Weeknd's After Hours. Artist of the Year, Ali Gatey, Celine Dion, Jesse Reyes, Justin Bieber, and The Weeknd. Group of the Year, Arkells, Half Moon Run, Loud Luxury, The Glorious Sons, and The Rec Laws. Breakthrough Artist of the Year, Curtis Waters, J.P. Sachs, Pau Fu, Ryland James, Tate McRae. Breakthrough Group of the Year, Tufreres, Crowned Lands, Manila Gray, Peach Pit, 
Young Bombs, Songwriter of the Year, Alanis Morissette, Alessia Cara, Jesse Reyes, J.P. Sachs, and The Weeknd. French Language Album of the Year. Yes, they do have that because Quebec is mainly a French-speaking province, for those of you who did not know that. The albums are from Two Frères, Chloe Pelgag, Les Cowboys Fringants, Louis Jean Cormier, and Pierre Lepointe. Rap Recording of the Year is 88 Glam, Two BBNO and Young Gravy Baby. I love rap names. They're just, they're getting creative now. Eric Reprids. NAV and Toby, Indigenous Artist of the Year. That's cool. I wish that the Grammys would have this. Kianau, The Ridge, North Star Calling, and Nunarjwa Isulinginiani. And I'm very sure I butchered that. My apologies. That's a tough name. Isulinginiani. Isulinginiani. There we go. All right. Contemporary R&B recording of the year. Jesse Reyes, Savannah Ray, The Weeknd, and Toby. Producer of the year. Akeel Henry, Jordan Manswell, Kate Trinata, Murda Beats, and Wonder Girl. And all of those artists are Canadian. That's why you don't hear the usual Billie Eilish, etc., etc., According to a report from Music Watch, live streams in America earned $610 million last year. However, women in music last year actually fell 2%, as opposed to men, which was up. Go figure that one. Meanwhile, ASCAP announced that their 2020 revenue was up 4% to $1.3 billion dollars. The International Federation of the Photographic Industry announced that The weekend's Blinding Lights was the biggest-selling digital single last year, and BTS's album Map of the Soul 7 was the biggest-selling album of last year. And, sadly, there were some passings to pass along for this week. Rest in peace to Lou Ottens. Lou was the Dutch engineer who invented the cassette tape. He also invented the first portable tape recorder. Lou's cause of death was not announced. Lou Ottens was 94 years old. And thank you, Lou, because my childhood would not have had music if it wasn't for your inventions. Rest in peace to MC Chucky Trill. Chucky was a Houston rapper who was shot and killed in Atlanta on the I-85 highway. MC Chucky Trill was 33 years old. And rest in peace to Lars Goran Petrov. Lars was the singer in the metal band Entombed. Lars passed away from bile duct cancer. Lars Goran Petrov was 49 years old. Now, after all that sad news, let's end this on a high note. After announcing that they had broken up after four years together, only a couple days later, Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez announced that they were back together after a rough spot. 
Listen, it happens. It's relationships. It's what relationships do. But congratulations for sticking it out, and hopefully you two will get married. Eventually. We've only been engaged for two years now. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame announced its list of 16 nominees for consideration for induction into the hall recently. The nominees for 2021 are Mary J. Blige, Kate Bush, Devo, Foo Fighters, The Go-Go's, Iron Maiden, Jay-Z, Shaka Khan, Carole King, Fela Kuti, LL Cool J, the New York Dolls, Rage Against the Machine, Todd Rundgren, Tina Turner, and Dionne Warwick. Every year, the Rock Hall has a fan vote, which normally goes a long way in determining who gets into the hall. You can, of course, go to rockhall.com to vote. You can vote once a day for five artists. I will, as always, let you know that while I'm spreading out my votes between all of the artists, I am definitely voting more than a few times for a few of the ones who I really want to see inducted this year. Rage Against the Machine, looking at you. The way it usually works is this. The winner of the fan vote gets in. It's worked out that way Almost every year since they started the fan vote, in fact, with the exception of four times since they started the fan vote, the top three vote-getters were inducted into the Hall of Fame. Last year, though, that didn't quite work out as planned. As fan favorites of Dave Matthews Band and Pat Benatar both didn't get in, even though they were top three in vote-getting, but the Notorious B.I.G. and T-Rex got in, even though they were in the bottom third of vote-getting. Every week for the next few weeks, we're going to make the case for you to vote for two artists. This week, especially since it is Women's History Month here in America, I'm going to make the case for putting two more ladies into the hall. Let's start with someone who has been nominated seven times now. Four with her group Rufus, at least her former group, and three as a solo artist. Shaka Khan brought female sexuality to R&B and funk music, something that was lacking back in the day. Shaka is known as one of the musical icons these days, but back in the 1970s, she was the Rihanna of her days. In fact, she did things that would actually make Riri look like a choir girl. Shaka backed up her wild child behavior, though, with a voice that had so much power it could literally punch holes through walls. Shaka influenced, among many others, both Riri and the late great Whitney Houston, who was just inducted into the hall this past year. As far as Shaka's music goes, she put out 13 studio albums, two of which went gold and one went platinum. Of those, four of her solo albums hit the top 40 in the U.S. pop chart and 10 hit the U.S. R&B chart. Uh, 
Her most successful in terms of both sales and awards was 1984's I Feel For You, guided by the title track that was written by Prince. Singles-wise, Shaka released 46 solo records. Of those, three hit the top 40 on the U.S. pop chart. However, 20 hit the top 40 on the U.S. R&B chart, with four hitting number one and six hitting number one on the U.S. dance chart. Considering both her commercial success as a solo artist and her influence on an entire two generations of singers now, soon to be three, she definitely deserves induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Now, on to Mary J. Blige. Mary's put out 13 albums. All of them went top 10 in America, with four of them hitting number one and three of them hitting number two. Eight of those albums hit platinum, with six of them going multi-platinum and three of them going gold. Mary's also released 71 singles. Of those, 17 went top 40 on the pop chart. Four went top 10, with Family Affair going to number one. On the R&B chart, it's been complete domination utter oblivion domination, as a matter of fact. Mary's had 45 top 40 songs, with 19 hitting the top 10, and five of those songs, Family Affair, Be Without You, Not Gonna Cry, You Remind Me, and Real Love, all going to the number one spot. Mary's also won nine Grammy Awards. Oh, by the way, she was also nominated for a Best Supporting Actress Oscar and a Best Song Oscar in the same year, becoming the first person, male or female, to ever do so. As far as her influence goes, Mary is literally known as the queen of hip-hop soul for marrying the two genres together and making it more mainstream. As great as that is, though... It'll probably be more for her commercial success that she will be inducted for. But will she actually be inducted? I'm not so sure. At least for this year. Simply because there's competition in the female solo singer slot from, well, Shaka Khan, who we just spoke about, the legendary Tina Turner, who I personally think is going to get in automatically, Carol King, who has a decent shot of getting in, and two artists who we haven't actually spoken about yet, Dionne Warwick and Kate Bush. Remember, you can go to rockhall.com to vote for who you think should get in. You can vote once a day. I will let you know that at this particular second, the Fela Kuti army is basically still going. They've got 282,000 votes at this moment, soon to be 283,000. That one is particularly fan-driven. I'm not so sure he's going to get in, to be honest with you, because it seems like someone's sort of, well, let's just say they're having fun with this whole thing. Don't know if it's bots or whatever. Because very few people who follow rock actually know who Felicuti is. Especially for him to actually be number one. I'm just saying, the fan vote's going to fail this year at who gets in automatically again. Anyway, just to let you know, Tina Turner 
is number two, and she is just behind Felicuti. She is less than 4,000 votes away. Foo Fighters are number three. I think they're going to get in. Iron Maiden is number four. The Go-Go's are number five. We covered Iron Maiden and the Go-Go's last week on the podcast. Carol King is number six, Todd Rundgren number seven, number eight is Devo, number nine is Dion Warwick, Rage Against the Machine, who damn well better get in this year. I put in enough votes for them. They're number 10. Shaka Khan is number 11, Kate Bush number 12, New York Dolls 13, Mary J. Blige 14, and the two rappers end up at the bottom, LL Cool J and Jay-Z. I still expect Jay-Z to get in on this since it's his first year of eligibility and, well, he's Jay-Z. Don't piss off his wife. I'm just saying. The Bayhive, whoo they'll come after you. So he's getting in, in any event. So much for the fan vote this year. Next week, we're going to make the case for two more female artists to be inducted. And isn't it nice to actually have a lot of female artists at least considered this year? It's about time. Next week, we're going to talk about everybody's favorite Twitter follow, Miss Dionne Warwick and the legendary Miss Kate Bush. It is time to start up with a little chart news, starting with, as always, the granddaddy of them all, Billboard magazine. Top album is Morgan Whalen's Dangerous, the double album for yet another week, while for yet another week, Olivia Rodrigo's Driver's License is the top single. The Weekend is the top artist, top social media artist, BTS. Top streaming song, Cardi B's Up. Top digital sales song, BTS's Dynamite. Top sales album and top current sales album, Alice Cooper's Detroit Stories. Top catalog album sales, Queen's Greatest Hits. Top independent album, Bad Bunny's El Ultimo Tour del Mundo. And top vinyl album, Julian Baker's Little Oblivions, and top adult contemporary song, The Weeknd's Blinding Lights. On the country charts, Morgan Whalen's Dangerous Double Album is the top country album for yet another week. Top country song is Nico Moon with Good Time. Top country streaming song is Morgan Whalen's Wasted on You. Top country digital sales song is Ellie King. And Miranda Lambert with Drunk and I Don't Want to Go Home. Top rock song for yet another week. 24 Karat Golden and Ian Dior's Mood. Top rock album for another week. Machine Gun Kelly's Tickets to My Downfall. Top rock streaming song. Machine Gun Kelly and Black Bear with My Ex's Best Friend. Top rock digital sales song. Ellie King and Miranda Lambert's Drunk and I Don't Want to Go Home. 
Top Hard Rock Album, Queen's Greatest Hits. Top Hard Rock Song, Foo Fighters, Waiting on a War. Top Hard Rock Streaming Song, Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody. Top Hard Rock Digital Sales Song, Kit Wakely and Joe Satriani, the legendary guitarist himself, with a number one song, Conflicted. On the alternative charts, top alternative song, top alternative streaming song, 24 Karat Golden and Ian Dior's Mood. Top alternative digital sales song is a chestnut from the 80s, Tears for Fear, Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Top alternative album is actually an album that came out two years ago. Billie Eilish, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? On the rap charts, top rap song, top rap streaming song, top rap digital sales song, Cardi B's Up. Top rap album, Pop Smoke, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon. The Weeknd's Blinding Lights is the top R&B song and the top R&B digital sales song. Top R&B album is The Weeknd's Highlights. And the top R&B streaming song is Doja Cat's Streets. Globally, Olivia Rodrigo's Driver's License is still the number one song with or without the United States numbers. On the Latin charts, Bad Bunny still rules. Bad Bunny and Jay Cortez, Da Kitty, is the top Latin song, while Bad Bunny's El Ultimo Tour del Mundo is the top Latin album. Top Latin streaming song is Kelly Uchis with Telepatia. Top Latin digital sales song is Daddy Yankee's Hashtag Problema, and the top Latin pops album is not Selena for the first time in what seems like forever. It is Caliucci's with Sin Miedo del Almor y Otros Demonios. I love Spanish. Anyway, let's move on. Top Canadian song, Olivia Rodrigo's Driver's License, which also happens to be the top Canadian digital sales song. Meanwhile, top Canadian album is Morgan Whalen's Dangerous, the double album. Top Canadian adult contemporary song is Gabby Barrett's I Hope. Top Canadian country song, Florida Georgia Line's Long Live. Top Canadian rock song, Foo Fighters, Waiting on a War. Top K-pop song in South Korea, IU with Celebrity. Top UK song, Olivia Rodrigo's Driver's License. Top UK album, Architects, for those that wish to exist. Top UK digital sales song, Rag and Bone Man with All You Ever Wanted. Top Euro digital sales song and top German song is Nathan Evans' Wellerman. Meanwhile, in Germany, the top album is Alice Cooper's Detroit Stories. In France, the top digital sales song is Take with Le Temps. Top Spain digital sales song is the Harmony Group with Jerusalema. Top Australian album is Architects for Those That Wish to Exist. Top Australia digital sales song is Pink and Willow Sage Heart with Cover Me in Sunshine. As always, the EDM charts are done on the EDM podcast, which drops every Tuesday. Day morning in America, 
5 a.m. in New York, 4 a.m. in Chicago, 2 a.m. in L.A. However, if you're over in Britain, that is 10 a.m. British time, 11 a.m. in Paris, and high noon in Moscow. Except for this week and next week because of the fact that, well, Daylight Savings Time started in America. So up that by one hour if you're over in Europe. Because for the next two weeks, we're actually jumping an hour on you. Sort of. Kind of. In any event. Moving on. On Apple, top album, Rob Zombie with the Lunar Injection Kool-Aid Eclipse Conspiracy. Top single is Rosé. That would be one of the ladies from Blackpink. Her new single, On the Ground, is number one on Apple. On the Spotify charts, Olivia Rodrigo's Driver's License is the top global streaming song and the top UK streaming song. In America, though, it's Drake's new one. It's called What's Next. On the YouTube charts, YouTube America's top song is Doja Cat's Streets with 11.1 million views. Top artist is Drake with 40.7 million views. And top music video is Silk Sonic, that's uh, Bruno Mars and Anderson Pock, with Leave the Door Open with 7.77 million views. In the UK, top song is Doja Cat Streets with 1.31 million views. Top artist is Eminem with 4.94 million views because for some reason, Great Britain is really on an Eminem kick right now. Top music video is Silk Sonic with Leave the Door Open and for the first time in years... They grabbed the top spot without hitting a million views. It was 967,000. Kind of strange. Globally, it's pretty much everybody from India. Again, however, I did notice on the chart that the quote-unquote Western music, i.e. pop, rock, rap, you know, the usual... Uh, that is beginning to make inroads back onto the global chart. It is no longer just artists from India that are dominating. They're just not number one yet. However, everybody stays the same globally from last week. Top song and top music video is Jubin Nautiyal, Nautiyal, I should say, and Emran Hashmi with Lut Gay. Top song, 102 million views. Top music video with 57.3 million views. Meanwhile, the top global artist is Alka Yaknik with 355 million views. On the Hits Daily Double charts, HitsDailyDouble.com's top album is Morgan Whalen's Dangerous the Double Album. On the song revenue chart, Cardi B's Up is the new number one. It made 108454 U.S. dollars weekly sales revenue of $8,913 on 9,800 units sold and streaming revenue of $99,541 on 17 million 887,000 streams. 
As always, that works out to about six-tenths of a penny per stream. And as always, I say, buy your music, support the artist. Anyway, if you want to compare that to last week's number one, which was Little TJ and Slacks Calling My Phone, they actually made more money. They made $119,198, but they sold drastically less sales units. They were only at $1,500 on the sales as opposed to Cardi B, who made almost $9,000. So there you go. Shazam's top U.S. single is Olivia Rodrigo's driver's license. Top U.K. single, Tom Grennan with Little Bit of Love. BBC One Radio's top single is Tiesto's The Business. BBC Two Radio's top single is Gabrielle with Stop Right Now. On the Rolling Stone magazine charts, top song is Drake's What's Next with 34.7 million streams. Top album is Drake's Scary Scary Hours 2. Expect that to be number one on Billboard within the next two weeks. Top streamed artist is Drake with 167.7 million streams. Top trending song, though, is Post Malone with Only Wanna Be With You. And this coming week, you will get new releases from, among others, Bell Orchestra, Chad Van Galen, Ghost of Vroom, Jane Incorporated, John Dwyer, Justin Bieber, Lana Del Rey, Low Talker, Loretta Lynn, Middle Kids, and Sting. And that is it for Music History Today, the weekly edition podcast number 201. Thanks for listening. Audio engineering and editing, video editing, writing, narration, basically everything having to do with this podcast is done by yours truly. You can find us on our website at cjbtproductions.com. Our podcast is on all of your favorite podcast providers, such as Apple Music, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, etc., all under Music History Today. If you would like to support this podcast, our Patreon can be found at patreon.com backslash music history today we are also on twitter at music history day and you can now find us on youtube don't forget to like subscribe and hit that notification bell anytime you want to know exactly what videos are dropped and when all of those links can be found in the show notes below thank you very very much for listening